Welcome to another Biz Radio Spotlight feature, where we like to introduce you to area businesses and the people behind them. If you'd like to see your business or organization have a spotlight on them, just visit Biz Radio and click on the Spotlight tab, and it'll walk you through from there. Now let's go ahead and meet this episode's Spotlight feature. And let's welcome our feature for this Biz Spotlight, and that is Walter Young, and he has a Performance Ability LLC, where they they look at performance-based physical therapy, helping active adults return to doing what they love, whether it be golf, running, biking, lifting, et cetera, et cetera. And there are so many things to do here in our region where we broadcast from in Western North Carolina and the Southern Appalachian Mountains that uh, I have been looking forward to this conversation since I saw it on the calendar. So welcome. Welcome to the spotlight. Welcome to Biz Radio. Glad to have you on, Walter. Uh, thanks for having me. Well, you know, before we get into talking about uh, your business and what you do for folks, um, just a chance for the audience to get to know you a little bit. Uh, what's your story? Where where'd you come from? How'd you get into doing what you do today? Uh, it's funny. Everybody asks where you come from in Asheville because oh, that's part of a it. A lot of people are local. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so originally, I'm from Michigan and kind of worked my way down through Indiana school. Um, I actually was a landscape architecture major for my undergraduate and designed golf courses for uh, about six years in the Pinehurst, uh, Southern Pines, North Carolina area um, until I decided, until the kind of the economic crash and decided it wasn't the best fit for me and what I was looking to do. And then I went back to get my doctorate education at Western Carolina University and just fell in love with the mountains. Um, for anybody who's outdoorsy, like, yeah, I don't know how you leave here. So that's kind of where I got around to doing physical therapy. We started, graduated in 2016 and have been doing it since. Well, especially in that area around Cullowee, the Tuckasegee the, uh, uh, whole river system and the lakes and the trails and everything else, it's just such activity available to everybody. And you have the fly fishing trail, too, which is a nationally, internationally renowned trout trail, you know, that's in that area as well. Well, um, so what led you into, what was your calling into physical therapy? Was there an event in your life that kind of informed that, or was it something yeah. you had people around you that brought interest to it for you? Yeah, there's a couple different things. Um, so when I was when I left the golf world, I was actually bartending and working for a friend who owned a gym. So two opposite ends of the spectrum. I was working late at night and then not even sleeping and going right into working at the gym in the morning. And so I was helping people at the gym and really enjoyed that. Wasn't even getting paid for that, just helping out a buddy. And then I was bartending and really loved the interaction between people and um, had somebody mention physical therapy and kind of shelf that. And then I was the girl I was dating at the time. Her sister was a um, national championship college basketball player who injured herself and they told her she was never going to play basketball again. And I saw this depressed um, athlete who went through physical therapy and like, immediately was able to shoot and play basketball again and saw just a different change in a different world for her. And I kind of like sparked my interest in looking into it and had a couple friends who were in the, in the um, business in the world and just went about it that way until I found Western. And I actually turned down a couple other schools and, and chose Western, which I was completely thankful for once I finished there. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, that's kind of how I got into it. Well, wow. and so, you know, seeing someone else go through something like that and then identifying something you can do 
to impact you know other people's lives because of what you saw there. I mean that that requires a degree of empathy that's inside of you that not everybody has. Did you have people in your family that worked in healthcare or you know that were in trades that maybe leaned into the ability to have compassion for other folks? Um, I mean, nobody in healthcare. Uh, my mother was a human resource manager, and my father was a lineman. I mean. I guess the not a lot of compassion there, right? <laughs> yeah, you can look at both of those and yeah, see see compassion and empathy in both of those professions. And I mean, especially alignment in Michigan, being out in negative ten degree weather to try to get power back on into people's homes was a was a big. Oh, see, thing. when you said lineman and then talking about Western, I automatically thought football player. That's why no. I was like, "Oh, there's not a lot of compassion in that." <laughs> no, yeah, no, no electrical linemen. Yeah, like, well, no poles and oh goodness, electricity. Yeah, unsung heroes for sure. Yeah. Um, so, um, so talk about talk about your business. Talk about performance ability LLC because you know what drew you into doing physical therapy is a story in itself. But then also the idea to go into business for yourself and to do this, that's a totally different story too, that um, not everybody makes that leap. Right. Yeah. So I kind of start with me starting my own business when I started the profession outside of school. So in school, you kind of have one mentality, you're learning a certain way. And then when you actually get into the clinical setting and you get out there, some of the stuff that they teach you in school kind of dissolves into the reality of the world. And what happened as I, I worked for two years in a um, private hospital setting and then moved into kind of the, what we would call like an outpatient corporate office uh, for about three to four years. And as I was putting in my time there, I was enjoying it, but I was starting to lose a little bit of a degree of enjoyment because of the constrictions of insurance and how much how many patients I had to see a day to create a profit for the company that I was working for and vice versa, like kind of what you have to do to to get that way. So that is, you know, I would see two people an hour with me seeing one of them for 30 minutes and then a tech seeing that person for 30 minutes and vice versa with the other person, the tech would see them first for 30 minutes. And I kind of just got this a little bit of um, like, what am I doing here? Is this really the best way to treat this person? And I started to develop this thing and notice in the world of physical therapy, there, there was starting to be a divide. There were companies that were choosing to see one-on-one -on -one and really dedicating that, that 45 minutes to an hour with, with a patient to give them the best care, as well as doing a little bit outside the norm of physical therapy, like using barbells, using dumbbells, using heavier weights and being more of like a, like what people would think of as a personal trainer doing versus a PT with like hands, putting their hands on people and using TheraBands and little, little movements versus these big, big movements. And I really love the big movements and I've seen what, what they can do with people in loading tissues. And so there's kind of these like two diverting paths that I see physical therapy going. Yeah, and that speaks to where your calling is and, and specifically the lane that you're trying to serve, talking about active adults and keeping them out there and returning to or continuing to do the things they love that are very active, physical-type things. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah, well, and that also comes into 
outcomes. So as I was going through this insurance world is I noticed people would come in and I always I started doing this question of why. So why why did you come here? Um, why are you here in my office today? And most people, their first answer is always going to be pain because that's usually what brings people into an office. And that's what insurance covers is this post injury um, care. Um, so everybody would say pain and I would say, OK, why why is that pain affecting your life? Um, people who I found kind of, and I, I don't want to sound negative in this, but people who didn't really want to get better or wanted a quick fix, they wanted something that wasn't going to take that I was going to do, if you will, they would just say, well, pain, but people who really wanted to get better and people who really wanted to be out there, like somebody such as yourself, like, uh, I can't, my shoulder is injured and I really need to be fly fishing. Like that is my world. That is my life or I need to be kayaking, that is somebody who is, I could tell is going to get better. They're going to listen to what I have to say. They're going to ingest it because I would always tell people it is, it is 95% the patient and 5% the clinician. I am just educating the person on what they should do and how they can get better and where they're at right now. And they need to really be the one to do it. If well, I was the one who was fixing them, I'd be flying around on seven different jets and doing telemarketing evangelist things. <laughs> yeah, right. You'd be on the speaker tour. Well, right. you know, and you mentioned with me as an example, and a lot of my listeners, you know, who follow me on social media see the active life that I live. You know, I'm going on multi-day remote paddle and camping trips into the wilderness areas and, and things like that. But they also know that, well, wait, a year and a half ago, he couldn't even walk. He was in a leg brace and, and crutches or things like that. And we were talking off air, you know, and I have a, a chronically um, bad knee that I injured when I was in the military. And so I'm in and out of physical therapy pretty routinely, and I get mine through the VA. And the the physical therapist that I use is like you, where it's always like, you know, what's our goal here? It's not just to stop this pain and have my leg not wobble side to side at the knee, which it does because it's just it's not a good knee. <laughs> but mm-hmm. um, but building the strength and the flexibility and the way that I balance my movements and everything else so that I can have the kind of life that I love to live. And I'm so grateful for that relationship. And I'm so excited to know that people out there that are active or want to be active again and don't want to just surrender to the couch and watching YouTube of the things they like, um, you know, that they have someone that they can turn to in you. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's really, like I was saying, the goal-oriented people are the ones who really get back to doing what they love and don't take no for an answer, if you will, because there are there are a lot of times where people get told you'll never do this again, or you'll never you'll you'll never run again, or you'll never do these things again. And I don't like to put constraints on those things. I mean, I just finished an Ironman last month, and there was a man who was seventy-six years old who finished ahead of me. So yeah, I, I truly believe yeah. the human body is capable of a lot of things. Yeah, and I think so too. And for people that meet me and they're like, you don't, I can't believe you're, you know, approaching your mid fifties or something like that. And I'm like, well, I'm out active in nature a lot. I'm doing a lot of activities. That's what keeps me young. You know, I really believe that. And so, you know, I, I encourage people to, you know, explore this more. Maybe, maybe they've thought they have to surrender to not being active or doing the things they did. I'm here to tell you personally because I've over, I've over overcome it myself it is possible and as you're hearing you know through performance ability and and you know by getting together with walter and and you know figuring out a path for you it is possible so what is the best way for people to get in touch with you 
Um, so best way to th- is through my phone number, email address, or um, Instagram or website. Honestly, any I'm kind of plugged into all of those uh, those forums. So performance ability performance uh, dot ability at gmail.com or performance-ability.com is the website. All right. And for people that are listening on the radio station, there's a little home icon on our conversation right now. You can click that and that'll take you through to the website. And for people that may be listening on you know, Spotify, iHeart, radio, wherever on podcasts, uh, just go down to the description. We'll have links there to connect with Walter. Thank you so much for being on and thank you for deciding to follow that that gravity to do what you felt called to do because it, it changes the lives of people and thank you for doing it. Well, and thank you for doing that yourself. Thank you for listening to this Biz Radio Spotlight feature. If you'd like to have a spotlight feature on your business, click on the spotlight tab and it'll walk you through from there. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.